This is an LLNP podcast election special. All right, everybody, welcome to a special election night episode of the LLNP podcast. This is Mike and Robert. We're pretty excited to be here tonight, aren't we? We are incredibly excited to be here tonight. Um, A lot of crazy things going on. We don't really know what's going to happen in the next couple hours. We might have a a president that nobody thought was coming. Well, I I would be fair to say whoever wins tonight, we we were going to say that, but... uh, um, I don't know. I I had I think I had it pretty much in the bag for Hillary. Well, I mean, like relatively speaking, up until tonight, I don't think anyone really saw Hillary coming out so strongly against uh, against who the who the GOP was going to nominate this year. So, yeah. Well, her chance of winning just declined, uh, according to a lot of the online. I will say pollsters um they were they went down from about 75 now it's at 60 percent so with every minute we're potentially just lowering her percentage lowering her percentage until she doesn't win anymore yeah (laughs) how great would that be i have to say uh up until like 15 minutes ago i was uh not all that excited going into this election special podcast because i was really thinking you know, hey, this is probably just going to be the last couple hours that we're going to get to enjoy before we know that Hillary's going to be our president. But yeah, as, you, as you're just sharing with us, not really looking like a sure thing anymore. No, not at all. And it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I don't know if <laughs> I'm doing my Donald Trump impersonation good or not, but it's fantastic. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's pretty good. So bef- before we dive too deep in tonight's uh, special here, uh, you should definitely check out our Twitter at LLMP Podcast. Robert tweeted out a pretty nice shot of the LLMP election headquarters for tonight. Got to check that yeah, out. Yeah, just a couple of monitors, you know, trying to figure out who's got what going. Since obviously we don't have our own people here, Mike, who are doing this for us and doing all the, the research. We kind of have to do it ourselves and kind of rely on, I'll say, the mainstream media, which I don't like to do. But we're going to do it. But you can also check us out on our new website. Make sure you go to the new website. And it is llppodcast.com. Nice. I like that. That's real clean, sharp. It's cleaner than our (laughs) 78-digit or 78-character website from the last couple of weeks. So we, you know, we decided to go ahead and pull the trigger on it. Yeah, I like it. So definitely check us out on Twitter. Tweet at us. We'll tweet back. And uh, check out our new our new website. So that's that's all exciting stuff for us. But uh, tonight, definitely exciting for for this country. So yeah, what are you drinking tonight, Mike? Tonight I've got some special little election juice going on. In fact, uh, you know, here we go. Get another Ooh. one. Another one Ooh. going here. Now that sounded like it uh, could have been an alcoholic beverage. You know, your ears are good. Are they? Ooh, look at that! Yeah, we got we got the uh, the the official state beer of Texas going on tonight. So, oh, in honor of the election, what do you what do you what do you got uh, what do you got open tonight? Well, I'm trying to stay sober tonight, Mike. Um, even though that's irresponsible. Tonight, tonight might be the night to get drunk. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm actually drinking the official soft drink of Texas. When I say official, it's not really the official one, but it's the unofficial one. You know, gotta you know, have, they gotta have my Dr Pepper. 
they they should uh they should use that i don't know why they don't i don't know it's unofficial (laughs) (laughs) nice Uh, so let's see what's going on in the uh in the twitter sphere right now i'm going to reload some pages here and we'll we'll see what these other crazy people have to say mike let's do that let's do it has uh has the um the count changed any in votes do you know um, I haven't seen anything lately. You're you're in the midst of the election headquarters. We're the LLMP listeners. We're really counting on you. Well, okay, fine. Uh, so right now Trump is actually leading one thirty nine to one oh four. Um, it's about eight thirty central, nine obviously nine thirty eastern. So just kind of going through. Most of the states aren't a shocker, obviously. You know, I think Florida is probably the the closest shocker state that we've got at this point. Where, really, with a lot of the um, the precincts already in about ninety five percent, and Trump is he's ahead by what appears to be about one hundred and thirty thousand votes. So that's pretty substantial already. He might that, actually take Florida. That is a pretty wide margin. I what do you think? Do you think Rubio coming out um, on top and winning the, his seat back? Uh, do you think that's helping Trump out? I, not necessarily. Rubio's a kind of a kind of their Florida golden boy, really. Even though he wasn't running, and then he decided to run, um, and he took his buddy's seat, I guess. <laughs> you know that was going to run instead. But you know, obviously, there are a couple of people in Florida that are just not happy with the last what two elections that they've gone with the Democrats on. So maybe this is kind of a, another shift of a lot of these counties that were very heavily favored Democratic counties that are now going to be going GOP. It's kind of an interesting um, turn yeah. of events, really. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of ex-GOP nominees, um, or not nominees, but uh, running candidates that were running in the primaries, Rand Paul winning his seat back in Kentucky. That's a, that's a good bit of news as well. Good to have one crazy libertarian in the mix, right? Yeah, I guess so. It's just kind of funny <laughs> when you're talking about libertarians, you know, like him, how he ran as a Republican, right? He tried to get he tried to get his uh, nomination for the Republican Party, and then you have a guy like Bernie Sanders, who's an independent, been an independent senator for I don't know how many years now. He ran as a Democrat. Why don't they just run independent? I mean, Bernie could have potentially gotten a lot of votes here. That's an interesting point. If Bernie had run as an independent, that probably would have been one of the most interesting independent races that's that's probably ever happened. I mean, when you think about it. Well, I would have loved to have seen like a Bernie Sanders and maybe even a Ted Cruz or a Marco Rubio third party runs to where you're splitting votes from both. I think that would be great. I mean, we could actually get somebody that we might have wanted to be the president, <laughs> you know, one way or the other. I mean, I, these two obviously aren't my picks. I mean, I wouldn't do this normally and vote for one, either one of those people. So I would have liked to have seen Bernie and, and Cruz. Yeah, that definitely would have been an interesting, interesting mix uh, for sure. So, yeah, yeah. it's just aggravating that I, I don't want to say year after year, but it's Every four years after four years after four years, it's the same thing over and over and over again. And these Republicans, Democrats, they're not understanding really the electorate. And it's pretty sad. You've got, I'll say in the last, I don't know how many how many elections, what would you say, six or seven, that you really didn't have a great candidate. You had an okay candidate or two terrible candidates running up against each other. I mean, that McCain and, and Obama election, that was an awful, awful yeah. election. 
definitely a mismatch for sure. And and this one, God, it's oh, your your you, your choice is two nut jobs. That's two all buffoons, the, really. Well, yeah, it's, that's for the Republicans not to have somebody nominated that could have beaten Hillary, and then the Democrats not nominating somebody that could really like just smoke Trump. I don't understand it because both of them are just idiots. Well, I heard uh, I heard some really interesting commentary today uh, on on one of the talk shows I listened to, and they were saying, uh, uh, what were they saying? They were saying essentially that whoever wins the election tonight, they didn't really they didn't really win. Basically, the other candidate lost, and and I think that's pretty pretty appropriate. Uh, hands down, I don't think as you're saying, nobody across the country would have picked Clinton or Trump as their first choice. Probably not even second choice if they had if they had the the option, uh, you know. So really, whoever wins tonight, it's more the other person losing. So, yeah, I think it is too, and it's pretty sad if you think about it. You know, we're uh, the what most people would say would be the freest country in the world, yet we can't even put two people at the top to battle each other in an election to where everybody wants one or the other. Not oh God, I don't want that person. Ooh, God, I don't want that person either. It's terrible. Well, you have to you have to think like how like how did we set ourselves up with that sort of set of circumstances? Because really, we did as a country put Clinton and Trump in this position, but how, like how did that happen? Morons. That's all you can <laughs> say is morons. It's you know you knew Clinton. Clinton's going to run for president if she doesn't win tonight. Which let's face it, I think she's going to. But if she doesn't win tonight. She's going to run until the day she dies because she wants to be the president. She loves power. That's her big thing is power. And she's going to run no matter what. So she she had to be the candidate this time. She had to be because she's Barack Obama 2.0. So she, it just makes sense for her to go and run this time. You know, but for somebody, a lot of a lot of voters that you know typically vote Democrat loved Bernie Sanders. And I, I do think that, that that primary was stolen away from him because of, of all of the, you know, whether it be CNN giving giving her some questions, allegedly, but let's face it, I mean, probably <laughs> happened, right? Um, you know, before debates, you you did rig it in her favor, and I think that's wrong. I, you know, the DNC and the RNC should not be rigging elections in order to put the candidate that they want on the ticket. And I can I can say that that didn't happen on the Republican side, because nobody in the Republican Party <laughs> wanted Trump. Yeah, that's extremely clear. That was that was probably the ultimate show of populism for for our side there with the GOP and, and getting Trump in that in that position to begin with. Which <laughs> I don't think I don't know how long or if ever anyone will really understand the appeal of that goofy son of a gun, like getting up there and winning that nomination. And, you know, everyone, er, they all got behind him. I mean, some of the footage they showed of his rallies leading up to tonight, it's just unbelievable amounts of people. And you have to, you have to figure out that, I mean, you have to figure that, you know, it's not all the celebrity factor. You know, people had to like what he was saying on some level to get behind him in those numbers. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people did get behind him. I just, I'm shocked that happened because he is crazy. And what he says <laughs> is crazy. There were yeah. tons of other, and I, I, 
the only re- reason I can possibly think that people were voting for him in the first place is because he's not an establishment Republican. Well, that yeah, that's that's his whole his whole claim to fame and his whole his whole running points there, you know. But you've got to look at it from the establishment Republican side of this whole story. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> and that's what scares the hell out of a lot of voters. I think if we had an establishment Republican, even, I mean, obviously he wasn't going to win the, um, the nomination, but a guy like John Kasich, who is more toward the middle, I think he could have brought over a few of these independents and even Democrats that were tired of a, a Hillary Clinton-type person because Kasich is, I mean, he's, ha- he's got his faults, of course, but Ohio, you know, elected in a place like Ohio as a Republican, that's great. It doesn't happen all that often, reality. So y- you have somebody that can unify, I'll say, the party and take other votes, whether it be independents or other Democrats. I think that's a, an important thing to have in an election. And Donald Trump was just, just this bombastic insane person that half America just went, oh, you know what? I'll vote for this guy because he's different. I don't I don't necessarily think that's a good thing, but I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily either. It's kind of a double-edged, you know, whatever you want to call it. I don't want to call it a sword because that's not the right word, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's just, it's, well, it's interesting. Well, people have been saying for years now that, you know, the politicians need a wake-up call and it you know they're out of touch with america and you know common day citizens and if trump coming this close and potentially winning this election tonight if that isn't a wake-up call to to politics in america i I don't know what is really yeah i don't either well what did they they just call they must have called something else because uh trump's number just went up a few votes let's see here you're working off the cable. I'm working off the uh, the internet here, so I'm lagging on the Google. I'm I'm working on on both here, but it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> they just changed the number, but they didn't say what he took. Hmm. So sorry, listeners, but uh, I was asleep at the wheel while I was talking, apparently, <laughs> and I didn't exactly get what they called for Trump. It's all good. Is it? Yeah, it is. I mean, our listeners are watching this on TV right now too. That's true. They just, that's true. They're just they're tuning into LLMP for the witty banter. Are they? Yeah, because you don't get that on CNN. I don't know. <laughs> a, lo- a lot of the stuff these guys say is about as crazy as us. It really is. I watched um, a lot of the debate stuff, and you know, with their panel of I don't know how many people were on that that uh, panel. It's probably twelve. It was it was just crazy. It was back and forth. No one was talking or explaining. They were all yelling at each other. It's it was almost the perfect personification of America right now, <laughs> just yelling at the top of their lungs. Everybody trying to speak over them. You know that's something that we try not to do, Mike. We try not to, but we're not always successful. No. You know, you know who I you really br- want to get on the LLMP on, no. podcast one I'm of these kidding. days. Go ahead. Wow, you know who I really want to have as a guest? Who? James Carville. Oh God, are you kidding me? No, I love that Louisiana son of a gun. I think it would be fun to have that dude on our podcast. His head would explode. <laughs> he w- no, he wouldn't. I think he'd have a good time with us. Or he might have a aneurysm of some kind. I don't really know. I mean, he's. I've I've seen him recently on a couple of things, and boy, he hasn't gotten any calmer over the last few years. He's still just that raging Cajun. 
the raging cajun well that's well you started talking about people yelling and that's exactly who i thought of so yeah well it was a little bit less civil than that <laughs> but look at that here at 9 40 eastern time the popular vote so far has trump at 49 percent to hillary's 46 percent so I think we could start something, Robert, with our little media empire and the LLMP podcast. And I think we could report in Central Time. Like, I'm really sick and tired of Eastern Time getting all the attention. So let's let's just go with 840 Central. Well, it's a standard, Mike. It's a standard. We don't want to do, you know how the rest of the world <laughs> does metric, right? And we do everything else the dumb way, feet, <laughs> inches, whatever it be. That's the problem. We don't We don't want to have that issue. We want to kind of go with the mainstream on that one, I think. Because it's easier well, we, for everybody. Yeah, but we might be able to have the central standard time. Doesn't Glenn Beck already do that? I don't know. Did he steal that from us, I, too? I think he might have. Oh, He's Beck's right down the street. All our ideas. Yeah, I mean, his studio is only about a mile from where I'm broadcasting from right now. Remember when I told you about how we should start the Blaze Radio Network, and then Glenn Beck did it instead? You know Dang what? I, I don't recall, but I'm not going to say you didn't. <laughs> Who knows who knows what you said? You know, I mean, it was years <laughs> ago. We've kind of slept since then. You know, you've brewed a lot of beer since then. So there's a lot of fourteen percenters going out there. <laughs> God knows what you were saying. <laughs> Especially on those hunting trips. Oh, it was just one of my good ideas. One of them or the good idea? The, the, the only good <laughs> idea I've ever had. Oh, I don't know about that. that. And then Glenn Beck stole it. I know. Damn Glenn Beck. I'm telling uh, you. I am telling you. Wow. He steals everyone's good ideas. Does he? I don't know. I don't think he steals anybody's good ideas. Just ours. It was kind of it's kind of weird, you know, to talk about him for a second. You know, I, I remember watching him when he was on Fox News a little bit. And it seemed like he, he just got just more out there and more out there and more Tea Party-like as the days went on. And... I listen to some of his stuff now, and I just think, wow, he is out there. But I tell you what, he did report a couple of weeks ago that this election isn't over and that Trump has a chance of winning. And he gave him about a 35 to 40 percent chance. And you know what? It's kind of it's kind of coming true. Is that good or bad? The man who stole our radio network. <laughs> Time will tell. Time will tell if that's good or bad. You know, probably like. Four years later, we'll know <laughs> if for Well, I'll give it probably like a year into the Trump presidency. We'd have a real good idea. Mm. About what. Wow, this is this is something telling right here. It looks like I'm reading a uh, a tweet. Actually, it says Clinton is only leading by one percent point in Wayne County, Michigan. Wow. But that is a county that Obama won by forty eight percent. Wow. I was going to ask if there had been much reporting uh, tonight yet about Pennsylvania and, and how Trump or Clinton are doing there. Um, Pennsylvania, let's take a look at that real quick. Um, it looks like Clinton is ahead by about 56 to 40 percent. Um, okay. Still, obviously, every, all the networks are saying the same thing. It's too close to call. Um, but there's only 22 percent of the vote in right now. Um, so there's still a lot more votes to count in that area. Yeah. Yeah. Pennsylvania was one that I had a, you know, despite 
despite all the headway that, that Trump's made, that that's one I had a hard time seeing him carrying. So, well, it would be nice if he could, because those twenty votes are um, <laughs> they're kind of an important thing if he wants to reach his two seventy. So let's uh, let's that's a good segue. Let's talk about that. The Electoral College versus the popular vote. Where do you stand on that, Robert? Do you think we should move towards a popular vote for the presidency? You know, I, I don't real I don't really I don't, I don't really know yet to be honest with you. I mean, I, I know people have always said the Electoral College is not a representation of the actual electorate, but in reality it kind of is. Most states know you're not going to, you know, get if you lose by 15,000 votes in one area, but you carry another state, you know, by 100,000 votes, but the Electoral College says, well, you only get 30 here and 50 here or whatever it is, you know, yeah, th- there's a problem there. There's a disconnect because the popular vote would have been a lot closer and somebody would have led by at that point. What, I don't even know the numbers that I said, but, you know, you'd be, you'd be leading by 50,000 votes in that situation or whatever the number was, you know. So I do see an issue ness- with that, but... Um, some of the areas where, you know, the electoral college is actually pretty good is in some of those states that don't really have the population and they're so far apart. You know, they've only got a couple of seats here and there, and it's it's better in that situation to not split up three votes to two or three different candidates. It's you know I think it it kind of creates a, a more I don't know in sync race, but. What's your opinion on it? I don't know. I don't. I don't really know either. I kind of, kind of am split the same way you are. I'm just kind of curious because, you know, that's that's the one thing I could see happening is, uh, you know, Trump Trump crying foul with his popular vote the way he was back in the Republican primaries. But um, one thing I am kind of surprised about, and that's the fact that only two states don't. Uh, subscribe to the winner take all of the electoral votes. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised more states don't don't um, follow in that vein. You know, there there are states like, for example, California, where if you look at the actual popular vote, it's it's kind of crazy. There there are, I'll say, the most populous areas are the the cities, the big cities like San Francisco, you know, L.A., San Diego, those places. And those typically will go to a, um, you know, a Democrat, we'll call them. However, everywhere else in the state really votes conservative. So if, if you don't do that, if you don't do a winner-take-all, the problem that you're going to have is you're going to split California's 55 votes probably somewhere in between 22 and 23. It would be that close because they don't really True. carry California that much. So... There, there wouldn't be any, you know, whatever you want to call this, what we're doing here and what Fox and what MSNBC is doing. There wouldn't be an election watch necessarily because you couldn't tell until the next morning after everything was counted. Correct? Yeah, good point. Um, you know what, so though? It's if all tr- about the TV ratings, Mike. <laughs> it's all about our LLP podcast ratings moving us to the top of the iTunes charts. Yeah, when are we going to get on iTunes? Because uh, we haven't posted anything on it yet. ASAP. So, all right, next topic. If Trump wins, I'm kind of thinking about taking the day off tomorrow, renting a U-Haul, and driving out to California to help Brian Cranston, Miley Cyrus, pack their shit up and move out to Canada. So, I don't know. You want to join me on that? You know, I, I would. I, I don't <laughs> understand 
First of all, if you looked at that list, other than probably Brian Cranston, don't let the freaking door hit you where the good Lord split you, because I wouldn't care if any of these people left. Amy Schumer, Chelsea Handler, Miley Cyrus, good riddance to them all. Get them out of here. Cher, I'm, Cher is way past her prime. I'm sorry. Why the hell she's still relevant, I don't understand. <laughs> I really don't. You know, so I'll help you pack it all up. Absolutely. Well, that's good because then we can take two U-Hauls because we'll probably need it. Those guys probably all have like big houses with lots of stuff. You no, know, you know what? They they could probably rent it anyway. They can just leave it there. They don't even need their stuff. They can just move. It's American-made, probably, right? No. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So I just, you know, that's just how that's, you know, that's just me. Uh, we're just nice guys, and we just want to help out. So you know. I will absolutely. I want to move to Canada. I want to help them out. So. I will absolutely help them out. And actually, there was a couple of them. I forget who it was. They were talking about moving to Australia. Oh. Like, you know, that's going to be a big move. But I'll help you there, too. I'll put, I'll put the UPS labels on the boxes and air freight that crap over. <laughs> I'll help. I'll help, Mike. I don't care. You know, get, I'm at my I'll wits some, end with these people. I'll get some of those Sharpies, help label their boxes. Yeah. Useless Kitchen, crap. Bedroom. Awards you don't deserve. <laughs> HRC paraphernalia. Uh, now they'll probably have to burn that after tomorrow. <laughs> if she doesn't win, which again, I think she's going to still. Um, but it would be a, a nice surprise if she didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, as soon as as soon as some of those West Coast states start uh, start swinging in here, that's uh, I think that's when the tide's going to turn for her. So. Yeah, I think so too. What I would really love to see, though. Okay, so the pot. Hold on. The popular vote is now at forty nine to forty seven percent. Almost nine fifty Eastern. Sorry, I st I still said Eastern, Mike. My bad. So, so for our listeners, I'll correct that. In case you don't know what, what time it actually is, it's 8.50 Central. Thanks, Mike. You Thanks. got it. But again, we got we to gotta stay with the mainstream on this one. Don't make us Robert, fight about this, too. We just got finished talking about how that's the whole point of this election. We're not going to stay with the mainstream. We're breaking away. Yes, but... Central time. All right, Central time. Maybe we should say, you know... 9.50 Eastern, 8.50 Central. Why don't we compromise like America should be doing, Mike? And we'll compromise right. on the time. I'll compromise with you. 8.50 Central, 9.50 Eastern. Perfect. So that's what we'll do from now on. We will. I'll say the, the Eastern and you just say the, uh, the Central. Yeah, but Central goes first. It gets top billing. Which is ironic because you're the only one of us that's actually lived on the East Coast. Uh, I don't see how that's relevant right I, now. I think it's relevant. You'll, you'll wind up there someday. No, I won't. You'll do your time. Yeah, you're the only one of us that's lived on the West Coast. And that is true. But I lived in a very conservative area of the West Coast, which was kind of ironic. Just, yeah, so uh, just north of get, San Diego. You didn't get like, the whole experience then. No, I really didn't. I mean, I did. I did, but I tried to stay out of L.A. when I could. And San Diego is not actually that left-leaning as a lot of people think it is, um, which is kind of interesting. But... Um, you know, with there being a lot of military families and, and whatnot down there, there's actually quite a bit of conservative folks there. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That's, Think about that for a second. That's a that's an interesting factoid. Yeah. It is very interesting. Not just because I said it, because it's actually true. <laughs> oh, look at that. So what you got? What you got for us? 
way too close to call, um, thank God, but Clinton is leading in Minnesota by a percentage point, which I thought would be much, much less than that. Um, Trump's leading in Michigan. I don't know how that's happening. 21% of the vote in there, so they probably haven't hit Detroit yet. <laughs> that would be my guess. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. Ohio. Trump is leading in Ohio by almost 10, over 10 percentage points with 65% of the of the ballots counted. So they obviously didn't count Cleveland either. <laughs> That's amazing. And now 95% of the votes still in Florida. They're 1% more. And Trump's lead is still around 120,000 votes. So you're thinking he's going to end up with Florida here. I think he might just end up with Florida. It would be a, a very nice surprise because if you don't get Florida, you may as well pack up and go home because he can't win without it unless he takes every other swing state. <laughs> and then, <laughs> what, two or three states that aren't swing states that are leaning Democrat anyway? So he's got to take Florida. And if he doesn't, then we can go ahead and pack it in and call it a night. A lot of people have been saying that a Trump victory tonight would not be the biggest election upset in American history. Well, what's the biggest upset then, Mike? I don't know. I stopped listening. Why'd you stop so, listening? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I got to where I was going. So you know, <laughs> turned turned off the car, turned off the radio. Are you but, serious? Uh, yeah, I'm serious. I don't know what the biggest upset in American election history is. The biggest up you know what it's it was it was probably the Gore-Bush one, to be honest with you. I mean, look at that. Gore took the popular vote. Bush won Electoral College. Who saw that coming? A little cowboy from Texas beating <laughs> out the vice president of the United States. But he was an idiot, so, too. So here's something else I want to bring up, too. Um, with, uh, obviously, the, the presidency obviously four-year term but it seems like more often than not like it's an eight-year cycle these these days especially the last two presidents so, well i mean think? actually it's the last three mike the last three clinton right. was also a a two-term president i stand corrected yeah it's okay i'm gonna forgive you this time but yeah i think <laughs> it is becoming the new norm um because people become comfortable with the person that's in charge, whether they're good or bad. And unfortunately, it's not, it's not just like that in politics. It's like that at work a lot of times as well. People will get comfortable with certain people in power, and they'll just leave them in there, despite the fact they have no idea how to run the business, or in this case, have no idea how to run a country. So I, I hope in four years, no matter who wins tonight, that it's a, a close election again. And that the better candidate will win, whether they're incumbent or not. I don't like to see the incumbent win just because they're the incumbent. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just because you've done something for a number of years doesn't mean you're qualified to keep doing it. So. Exactly. We've been doing this podcast now for how many episodes? <laughs> Five. And we are absolutely not qualified to do this. <laughs> but we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, but pe people are, people are going to keep voting, voting for us in the way of listening. That's what they're going to do, Mike. That's for sure. That's for sure. So no updates on the Electoral College vote. Still tied at 147-109. And we're about 30 minutes into it and it really hasn't changed much at all. 
So what else you got for us? What kind of factoids you want to throw in, Mike? Oh, man. So I don't really know if I have any more factoids. I'm, when I found out kind of before we started talking tonight for this episode, for the election special, I was kind of, you know, in more of a somber mood, just kind of really thinking like, you know, this is this is really it before Hillary comes and it's, we've already had eight years of Obama and now we're looking at another four to eight years of, of Hillary, which is like another four to eight years of Obama. And I was kind of thinking like, you know, maybe this is kind of like a, I don't know, it's like a, it's almost like New Year's in a way, like thinking back on all of the things that have happened and, and your hopes for the future. But uh, I don't know. I don't think our hope and change really really, really worked out in the last eight years, right? Well, a lot of us, well, I'll speak for myself. I didn't have much hope for change with Obama. I think I saw all of that writing on the, on the wall. So yeah, well, actually look at that. It looks like Hillary Clinton has won a few more states. She's pulled out a a, a win in New Mexico, which let's face it was Really, a, a, not a shot that it wasn't going to happen. Um, what else did she just pull out? Because she went up by a few more votes than that. Did they call? Looks like they might have called Virginia as well for her. 13 votes there, which is quite unfortunate. Might have called Maryland too. Yeah, looks like Maryland, Virginia, and New Mexico were the latest. So she's gaining. She's gaining. Yep. But here, here's kind of a crazy one here. CBS News is now got that Trump is in the lead in North Carolina with over 80% of the vote counted. Mm. That's kind of a shocker to me. Because Hillary, I thought, was supposed to be up by at least six or seven at that point. But it looks like Trump's going to take a couple of more here in the next couple of minutes because the polls are getting ready to close in states that are leaning heavily Trump that I'm sure they're not even going to wait to count a vote. They're just going to call them <laughs> places like Montana, <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> stuff like that. in the, uh, well, actually Iowa and Nevada are, are kind of toss up at this point. So maybe there, there will be a couple of good, um, good States go one of two ways here in the next couple of minutes. Interesting. I'm kind of I'm kind of more upset that Trump had this like tiny little surge out at the beginning just because you know you get that little glimmer of maybe not Hillary but I think I think we all know deep in our hearts it's going to be President Hill pretty soon. Wow, what is this? Is marijuana legalization? Wow, Florida voted <laughs> yes to legalize marijuana. Let's see. You su- are you surprised you got all those seniors out there with glaucoma? They got yeah. they got all that going on. Just like there's a whole bunch of glaucoma patients in in California as well, right? Oh yeah, actually, I think uh, California is one of the leading states with uh, glaucoma patients. So, well, that is that was the vote. Florida voted for the medical marijuana, not for recreational use, but. I know it's on the ballot for California tonight to vote yes or no for the recreational use. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to be a shocker which way that vote goes. So. It'll it'll be interesting. I mean, if it goes, then it could be the what's the entire West Coast, right? The 
that would legalize it for recreational use? Yeah, they uh, Obama actually made a comment on that the other day, saying that with the five with the five states that have marijuana uh, initiatives on the ballot uh, tonight, that uh, depending on how many more states legalize recreational marijuana, that it's going to be next impossible for the federal government to continue uh, banning banning marijuana and enforcing that. Kind of an interesting turn of events. Well, okay, so here's a, here's a question then. So if you have all these states that are legalizing marijuana, which is an illegal drug according to the federal government, let's say that Hillary does win and they take control of the House and the Senate, which it doesn't actually look like they're going to get the Senate. It looks like the Republicans are going to retain control. But if they don't and they pass a sweeping gun control bill, why can you get away with it with marijuana in all these states and not have federal charges pressed against you? And wouldn't that kind of open the door for the gun-loving states to do the same exact thing with firearms? Yeah, you would think, but um, I don't... It, that's that's I, Which I don't want to get too far into it because I know we chatted about this on, a, on another episode of the LLMP podcast. Another two, as a matter of fact. Yeah, so, but I do think you're absolutely correct, and I think it's a resurgence of states' rights that's coming about, and I think for whatever reason, the, well, it really kind of started with gay rights, and then, um, you know, the marijuana initiatives in all these different states really kind of right behind that, opening the door for states' rights and and the role of the federal government, which I think is fascinating and, and an interesting commentary of on uh on today and and how Americans are are viewing their their government role in their daily lives. Yeah, I think a lot of us would prefer if their government was kind of out of our lives at this point. Oh, it's about to get so much more into your life. Well, one of if if one of two situations happens, yes, you're right. If yeah. if Hillary does end up winning this race, then yeah, I I think that she may enact a few um executive actions that will definitely reduce our rights um but with a with a senate that's probably still going to be controlled by the republicans it's going to be hard to push anything through and it's going to be hard to for her anyway if that's the case to nominate the you know extreme justices and have the senate approve them because obviously they have to do that and all the other you know federal appointments that she's going to have to go through the Senate in order to to give these people their jobs. You know, so if the Republicans hold the Senate, she's going to have to come up with some potentially moderate Democrats or libertarians or independents to, you know, to, for the Republicans at least to say yes. Well, I definitely think with Hillary, we'll probably see her move a little more towards the center than, than uh, you know, than perhaps Donald would. Uh, the other direction, just because of how far she really kind of took off and leaned into the left side, uh, you know, after Bernie's popularity surge. So I think we'll see her kind of move back around a little bit uh, if she does win. So, yeah. So, hey, Robert, uh, hey, talking about these updates here. Am I correct? And I'm seeing that uh, Trump is leading in Arizona. Trump is leading in Arizona. Well, let me go ahead and find my. Um, yeah. 
Well, my research does say that Trump is up in Arizona, but there's only 2% of the precincts reporting. Oh, okay. And he's only yeah. ahead by 5,000 votes. All right. So, yeah, not much of a lead, but a little, little, little tiny foothold there. Yeah. So. It's, it's a little lead, but unfortunately, it's not enough. I mean, if you, if you look at it, you know, Gary Johnson right now has almost 4% in Arizona. So he's, he's, he's beating out Trump. And Jill Stein has 1% with 380 votes. So you can, you know, those numbers are going to go way up. And so their percentages are going to go way down. <laughs> no chance. Gary Johnson is going to be at 4% by the end of this night. No <laughs> shot. Well, maybe, maybe in Arizona or Florida, <laughs> but, uh, the rest of the States, not a chance, not a chance. Goodness. So, all right. So let's, uh, let's flip the switch. Let's say Trump does make it into the, uh, to the Oval Office here. What kind of role do you think his kids are going to end up playing in American government if he wins? Do you think they're going to get some positions in his, in his, uh, in his cabinet? Yes. Thank you. In his cabinet. Well, I don't know. It's tough to say because there's a couple things that the Trump kids have to, have to worry about. Um, the the first thing being nepotism. Well, they they've got to run their company because Donald Trump is not going to be able to be the 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 head of his corporation if you know, indeed he wins. You know who I would hire for that job though, Hillary, because you know she can get cash. Yeah, well, she can have <laughs> she can have things done, you know, by accepting or paying bribes. I'm sure. That's um, what I'm saying. But you know what though, the Donald is I'm sure has done that many many times, many times in the past. Um, but I, I do think that some of his kids may end up with nice little ambassadorships to wherever they want to be. I can, I can see one of his, his sons being the ambassador to the UK <laughs> just so he Man. can keep an eye on all his golf courses over there. I would love to be the ambassador to Hawaii. I'm just saying that seems like that would be a good ambassadorship. Yeah. I, I don't think that's <laughs> how that works, Mike. Um, you could be the governor of Hawaii, but the ambassador doesn't exist. I'd like to be the United States ambassador to Hawaii or Alaska or Alaska. I, you know what? I would probably send Actually, you. I switch that. I prefer Alaska. I'd rather be the United States ambassador to Alaska. I'd probably send you to Cutter if uh, I was the president, just because you loved clock med so much that you would have loved to have known where he lived for a couple of months. All right, I go check it out for like a long weekend, maybe. But I don't know. I, I, you know, I've I've heard that there's it's it's kind of almost like not to the the point of Dubai anyway, but it's it's fairly cool in certain spots. Not cool temperature wise, because let's face it, nothing in the Middle East is cool temperature wise. But it's got some neat areas to it. Well, I'm so. just saying, if I went and I got a million dollars from their government as a birthday present, I would uh, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what uh, Hillary got, isn't it? Bill got the birthday present cash, right? Wasn't it Bill? I don't know. There were enough there were enough um Middle Eastern countries uh, and North African countries that gave her plenty of money. <laughs> I shouldn't say her, the Clinton Foundation, plenty of money for the whole, you know, pay to play situation. So, you can't keep track of it all. And even Speak even the government doesn't know. It could be I I think the the stat was that I think the Saudis gave her from anywhere from like ten to twenty-five million dollars to that foundation. So crazy. 
So speaking of Bill, did Hillary ever decide how he'll be referred to? Is it going to be the first man, the first dude? It's, it's not it, the first gentleman. It's Bill is not a gentleman. It's got to be the first gentleman. Otherwise, first, how is he going to open up the first gentleman's club in the White House? <laughs> I mean, that's uh, I mean that's not my joke. I heard that somewhere, but I'm going to use it because it was awesome. But it's true. That's what he wants. Have you seen that stupid... It's some stupid thing. I forget what they called it. Um, the mannequin challenge. Have you seen these videos no. popping up? Okay, so apparently one little person with a camera or iPhone will run in like this room of people. And the people are supposed to stand still and not move like they're mannequins. And they just kind of go up and down the room trying to figure out. You know, I guess not figure out, but just kind of you know look at all these people that are just frozen in time. Well, Hillary Clinton's campaign released one today or yesterday. And the funniest thing was you looked at Bill Clinton and he had that look on his face that you knew he was staring at some girl's ass. You just <laughs> knew it. I mean, and the reason I, I'm saying that because he's he got the biggest smile on his face. His eyes are real wide. He's looking downward. And they pan the camera over to the other side of the plane because it was on her campaign plane. And sure enough, this this probably intern girl is, is standing over there, you know, in her mannequin little pose. I'm like, this is insane. He can't even he can't even stop doing that on a campaign video. How terrible! How sad is that? I just don't understand how the country is going to give another Clinton a chance. Well, it's a good thing they weren't doing the Harlem Shake video then. That's all. I well, have to say. that was probably right before it. <laughs> And he was probably sitting there. I can't do a Bill Clinton accent, so I won't even try. Or an impersonation. It's not really an accent. It's whatever it is. But um, but I'm R. sure R. he P. tried Phil to trick Hartman. her. You know, well, yeah, right, exactly. Warlords. That was one of his good ones, right, when he was in the McDonald's. Um, well, yeah. Too bad. Phil Hartman, man. Well, he just brought up one of the comedic geniuses of nuggets? our time. What do you uh, say? A Big Mac? <laughs> Yeah, you don't really have the voice either. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing it justice, but you know, I'm I think try, I so. think we might need your brother for that one. I, I think I've heard him do a pretty good Clinton. A for effort. <laughs> a for effort? <laughs> no, no. Common core, yo. Oh God, don't even get us started <laughs> on that. Oh boy, so nothing's really changed in our election results over the last uh, couple of minutes. What time is it now, Mike? Uh, let's see. We are holding steady at nine twelve central, and that will be what Eastern. That's that's your job. <laughs> well, it's it's actually ten thirteen. I don't well, know what what you're looking think, at, but I'm looking at the actual news here. And well, it's, news is wrong because I'm looking at the like satellite time, and it's nine twelve central. Yeah, well, I'm going off an atomic atomic clock. How about that? How about it? How about it? I'm not really, but who knows? Oh, man. The race to 270. Here we go. Slow as dang race. Yeah. And what's really going to give us the red ass is when um, we get off this thing and we're still at the same amount of votes here. Oh, which... I was going to say, like, I already know I'm going to bed tonight without knowing who won. So. Right. Exactly. So what is this here? Hmm. Donald Trump's new count, 150 to 122. I I hate these idiotic news stations that, that give you these new numbers but don't tell you what they came from. Maybe Louisiana. I think that might be the um, 
the one they just called for him? Yeah, it looks like it. Man, either we're really terrible at our jobs or man, the news media is terrible at theirs. Well, oh, that's just the... That's really funny. I'm, I'm looking at Twitter right now and there's a uh, kind of a, a meme of uh, kind of Kermit the Frog like with his hand above his mouth like couldn't can't believe what the hell is going on right now. And then right underneath it, there's another one that says update and <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> God, what the hell is his name? We just got done talking about him. Brian Cranston with his mouth wide open, <laughs> like he's getting ready to pack his shit and move. <laughs> uh, if only. Oh, man, I'm telling you. I, it would be nice. I mean, they could, if they ever decide to like make Breaking Bad, like start it up again, even though he died, you know, oops, sorry, spoiler alert, listeners, but, uh, you know, if they ever decided to like resume Breaking Bad, they can film that in Canada. Like that's cool. Well, hold on. Didn't weren't they going to spin that off anyway? Well, they did the. They have the whole Better Call Saul show now. That's hilarious. If you haven't seen that yet, you should check it out. I haven't seen that. It's really good. It's it's good. I think it's already on like season three or something like that. They're uh, it's cruising right along. It's a good show. Wow, did you see Hillary's tweet from no. not too long ago? No. What's uh What's HRC saying? It's a uh, it's a picture of her kind of, you know, hugging this little, I'll call it 13, 14-year-old girl with her eyes closed. And her her tweet reads, this team has so much to be proud of. Whatever happens tonight, thank you for everything. Is that her way of saying, shit, we might not win this? Maybe. I'm thinking it just might be. Well, I've never seen, Hil- like, I don't think anyone's ever accused Hillary of hubris. So, like... <laughs> No, never, ever. She doesn't have a sense of humor. She's not humble. So I don't know what to make of that. I think she's got a fantastic sense of humor. <laughs> it might be all those drugs she's taking for her Parkinson's disease, but, um, you know, they make her do that little head bobbing thing and her uncontrollable cackle. At least that's <laughs> what I've heard online. I've been reading a lot of those crazy blogs that are throwing all this weird crap out and pretending like they know what the hell's going on, which. Obviously, clearly they don't. I mean, that's just made up BS. No, Hillary, don't sue me for anything. I'm not saying you actually have Parkinson's, even though you might, but I'm not saying that you do. So don't sue me. Don't come after me. I mean, this isn't like an email, though. I mean, I can't really delete this. It's going out to the internet. That's true. You'll never get it back. I know. Wiki leaked. <laughs> like, who did it? Oh, it was us. <laughs> we did it. We did it to ourselves. Damn it. We posted our own thing. Well, I'm getting texts from everywhere going, what's going on? How's this going down? Why is it going down this way? I'm thinking hell is about to freeze over. That's what I'm thinking. Do you? I do. I I think he actually has a shot. Go on. No, I'm just saying I think he's actually got a shot at this. I mean, with a lot of these races that are too close to call and states that, I mean, we thought were pretty much locks, you know? That it, it's amazing to me with just, you know, a little over 40% of the vote in, Hillary's up by, you know, seven points in Pennsylvania. That's it. Wow. And they haven't called it yet. You know, so you that's, could... that tells me that potentially we could have a, a couple of states that we weren't planning on winning that we're going to win. 
Ohio, Trump is up by 10% with 75% of the of the votes counted, which was a shock to me. I didn't think he was going to take Ohio, but I mean, it's obviously too close to call. Again, they haven't counted Cleveland yet, which is probably another million votes for Hillary, I would assume. Um, and Cleveland's that big? Or you just think they're all voting twice in Cleveland? You never know. I mean, dead people vote there, I heard, um, as well as, you know, people voting twice. There was there was a story that uh, this woman went up to the polls actually here in Texas, uh, in Dallas County. Or was it, I think maybe it was Tarrant County where Fort Worth is. And that she goes up to the polling location and they say, oh, you've already voted. You voted last week at this time. And she goes, no, I didn't. I didn't vote yet. So either she's lying and wanted to vote twice or somebody stole her identity to vote. Well, I'll tell you, in the half hour that I spent at the polling uh, the polling place where I went to, I saw two people get uh, rejected from voting. They got turned away. So For what? Uh, that was unclear. Um, but I saw one person, they were calling in. Uh, whatever the hotline or whatever they do with uh, the lady's driver's license information, she got turned away, and then um, someone else did too. But I don't know why. But they, I think I think lady, I know. The one, lady Mike. was not stealthy. The lady in charge of the poll, she was not very stealthy. She was just like, "This one can vote. This person cannot vote. <laughs> cannot vote." Well, you know what that is. That she is absolutely guilty of that VWM. You know what that is? No. Voting no. while minority. I guarantee you. It was a white dude. It was it? like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been Bernie. Uh, maybe that's why they like Bernie. You can't vote in Texas. Okay? You're not from here. You're registered in Vermont. <laughs> but we could have changed that. <laughs> Man, you got to work on your voices, Mike. We, we got to get you. We got to get you to that point. I just need like one of those little like deals that you just talk into and it changes your voice. Like a voice modulator? Yeah, that's exactly what I need. I'm on one right now, actually. I don't normally sound like this. Usually you sound like a 12-year-old girl, so we really appreciate whatever you've done. <laughs> uh, thanks, Mike. Yeah. Remember the couple episodes ago where we were thinking about firing you? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad we moved past that. We did. We moved past that at this point, but you keep this kind of crap up and we might have to revisit just saying, just saying. The, the broadcast excellence that our listeners have come to know and love. That's right. That is right. So let's so, see. So, so thanks to our moms for listening <laughs> and for and for loving it. You know what the crazy thing is? My mom doesn't even listen to it. What? I, can to, you believe that? I have to call her up. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, I don't want to listen to that crap, Mike, and you aren't even funny." <laughs> Whoa! I'm like, thanks, ma. So you're telling me she's just been lying to my face all these years? Yeah. And she's like, Mike, you're hilarious. First of all, nobody has ever said that to you. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> no one's ever said that. I don't stop hearing that. So, <laughs> Liar. People are like, dude, that's a sweet beard and you're hilarious. That's well, you... pretty, much, pretty much what I hear all the time. <laughs> sweet beard, huh? Yeah, but like I wish I could grow a beard like that. I don't think anybody's ever said that over your ginger beard. I'm sorry. You're the <laughs> you're the ginger beard man. Well, you know what? It's two tone. It's... Oh, was it anyway, getting is it getting gray already? <laughs> how how did our election special turn into the color of my beard? Robert? Well, because you brought it up, so I just rolled with it. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. Well, any new updates? Or are we going to like close out the election special in limbo? I don't think we're going to close this out. I think we're going to keep going till freaking midnight. Well, that Eastern, is that is. <laughs> so what is that? 11 Central? <laughs> well, I don't know, Mike. That's your thing. Yeah, that's Central Time. If you would just use the right time zone, we would all know what you're talking about. We wouldn't. Half of our listeners, I guarantee you, are not even from the Central Time Zone. So Yeah, and, and which is why we need to help introduce them let's face them it into the forgotten time zone americans I'm sick and tired of nba games being played at times that i can't stay up to watch who cares about the spurs everyone should no nobody does i was gonna wait till like the 50th episode to start like sliding in spurs references but that's okay no one's gonna understand them even me, I'm not going to understand your. I'm not. I'm not going to understand your stupid <laughs> Spurs references. Although your your Ginger Bonner beard thing is going on, so that's probably why you like him, right? Uh, just because he was the most prolific three point shooter the NBA has ever seen. You're so full of crap. He's not. He's not. It, exactly. He was. He's not because he never he was. was. He never was. And don't oh, try to confuse cool. me with baseball we figures. We don't. So let's shut no. that right down. And let's continue on to the election Maddie. that has not moved one bit, not one bit, over the last 25 minutes. Well, this is going to be pretty cool because I'm going to ask you, before we before we get out of this for tonight, I'm going to ask you for who you think is going to win this, and then we'll see after the fact if your prediction is true you have a lot more data going into this than most people who who have uh, tried to predict the election results do so uh first of all no most people that are predicting the election results uh, have an actual team of people that have done this for 20 <laughs> years so no i'm gonna say you've, that ours is gonna team, be bs you and me team team llmp team llmp is is not a really a thing at this point is it Oh, it's a thing. It's a movement, Robert. You need to get behind it. Uh, behind it? We're in front of it. You Are can you help kidding lead me? the movement. No, we're we're just we're all we're all part of it. We're all part of the movement. That's true. You're part of the movement. I'm leading it. Wow. <laughs> so let's see here. As of now, I, I don't really do the real clear politics stuff. Apparently they're, you know, just another BS website that does political uh, stipulate or speculation, not stipulation. What am I talking? I'm not an English major, Mike, so you are. So please correct me if I'm using the wrong word. Um, anyway, they have gone pretty much throughout the entire map and changed a whole bunch of stuff that we know, for instance, on the West Coast, what's going to end up going Hillary and what's going to go in the middle of the country toward toward Trump. And right now, They've got a 203 to 164 Clinton lead with 171 votes of toss-up. Now, I can tell you that um, what they don't have in this map, actually, is that um, Virginia and New Mexico have already gone um, to Hillary. So they don't have that even on there, which I think is kind of odd. So let me see if I go ahead and change to... Democrat states there. We'll face it, that's a pretty solid Democrat state. Arizona. 
I, I think Arizona will end up going Republican. I think Georgia will probably end up leaning Republican. Florida, I'm, I'm going to call it now and say I think they're going to they're going to go uh, Republican as well. Um, Colorado is probably going to go Hillary. Nevada might go Hillary. Ohio, I'm going to go ahead and say is Trump. Michigan, I'm going to say is Hillary. See what uh, Utah does. Oh, I think Utah's absolutely. I think they've already called it for Trump, have they not? Oh, no. I'm telling you, whatever I'm looking at is not good data. So, Well, you need to fix that right now. So as, as of right now, with barring Trump winning North Carolina, Iowa, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, um, and a couple other states, I, I think Hillary's got it. In the bag, huh? I think so. Well, we'll know soon enough. If we can get somebody like Minnesota to, to change, you know, that will change things a little bit, but it's still probably going to give her with, again, Pennsylvania, and I'll even put, um, I'll, I'll put uh, Iowa as a Trump. I'll put North Carolina as a Trump. And he still loses in that situation. But the craziest thing is, he loses by two votes. Wow. So we'll see. I mean, if, if we can if we can get it to the point where Trump will take Florida, he'll take North Carolina, he'll take um, Iowa, Ohio, and then take Minnesota. Again, it's going to take one of those blue states to move for him to win this, um, which Minnesota has voted blue for the last, however, three elections, I think. So it's going to be tough, maybe even four to, to swing some of those. But if he can do that, we might we might even see a tie. That would be unheard of. It would be unheard of. But if he can win Pennsylvania and if he loses Minnesota, then he then he wins. <laughs> you know? So there there are so many different things that can can go on right now. And it looks like um they've just called another couple of states. Trump is leading one sixty eight now to one thirty one. Which is kind of uh kinda interesting. 102 shy of the magic number. Yeah, but keep in mind they haven't called California for Hillary or Washington or Oregon. Again, those are guaranteed. Yeah, I I would say that's pretty much guaranteed unless hell freezes over. (laughs) It could. Could. Well, We'll see. It's it's cooling down right now. (laughs) It's cooling down. So we'll see how that goes. Exciting times, exciting times. All right, well, this has been an election special of the Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit podcast. Uh, it's been a it's been an interesting night. Still a lot of still a lot of uh, still a lot up in the air right now. So uh, definitely, by the time you hear this, um, it'll be well. Everything will be decided. Uh, thanks for joining us. Hold on, we think it might be decided if we post this on Wednesday, which we're probably going to do. But if we post it on Wednesday or even Thursday, we still might not know who wins this election. And then we'll have to have a special part two. Yeah, we might have to. Might do a special part two tomorrow, trying to figure out who's suing who over votes. Yes. Sounds like a good time. And sounds like good times for the LLMP listeners. So. Yeah. So what's that website, Mike? Do you remember the, uh, the new website name? So follow us on Twitter at LLNP Podcast. And <laughs> that's good. You got us. you got that one right. I'm so proud of you. It took a couple of episodes, but you did get it. So congratulations. 
I'm on I'm on top of it, but no, I don't have the new website. Tell us what the new the new streamlined website is. The new website is llppodcast.com. Very short and sweet. Podcast.com. Short and sweet. I love it. Don't Check you? us out. Download our, our episodes. Tweet us. We'll tweet back. And uh, God bless America. Yeah, God bless America is 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 right. <laughs> God help us all, depending on who wins. Well, if either of them win, whoever wins, exactly. God God bless us and God help us. <laughs> anyway, well, looks like they uh, just to break in real quick. Mike Fox is uh, projecting that Clinton's going to win Colorado, so I guess we can't really leave it right there. So she's going to end up with nine more. Anyway, so you can go ahead and sign off now, Mike. We're we're pretty much done. Oh, thanks. You bet. Appreciate it. You bet. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the rest of the night off. I mean, I know you like to do that. You like to sign off, so I'm gonna let you sign off. Oh no, I insist. All right. Well, thanks so much, and we will be seeing you soon with our next regularly published podcast, which we're now publishing every Monday. Check them out. 